Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. So while we're talking about the come up, this is so funny because it just, the update notification keeps coming on my, do y'all know, so last week we talked about it's time for an update, right? Our stream didn't work the entire service. Who said it surely did not? You was trying to watch? We are so eternally sorry. And for everyone else who's watching, it did not work last week. The stream did not work. So, of course, production reached out like, Pastor, we're so sorry that the stream didn't work. I said, the whole service, though? The whole service did not record because our system. (laughs) Our system was updating. The whole service. Okay, it's quiet over here. Y'all don't understand what I'm saying. Y'all don't understand. I was preaching on the update. Even the computer got it. Okay. If the computer can get it, if a robot can get it, surely y'all quiet in here. High five your neighbor. Say, I got my update. I'm not going to let a rock cry out for me. I'm not going to let a computer update instead of me. I got mine. It took the whole service to update. Even after that, it didn't update until maybe, I don't know, Wednesday. So that's just a good point to know. We're talking about the come up. And I talked about it Wednesday a little bit. I want to expound a little bit more because I think it's important for more people to understand. Uh, Where I'm from, Camden, New Jersey. We have a term that we use that I realize most people probably don't use, but in the North we use this term. If somebody come to you and they talking real fast, like, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. So check it out. So what, what happened was they came to the, I'm like, oh, hold, slow up, slow up, slow up, hold on. Slow up real quick, slow up. What happened? We say slow up. I know a lot of people say slow down. Sometimes we say slow down too. But have y'all ever heard slow up before in your life? Good. That's the sermon today. You can put it on the screen. Slow up. Slow up. Slow up. Slow up. Because although your progression should always be up, it may not always be fast. Some of us will experience a slow up. And some of us need to just slow up. We're going too fast. I'm going to explain it. We'll talk about it. Although the progression is always up, it doesn't always have to be quick. Though it may be. If you remember uh, the, 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 the first analogy we used, you can go to the first slide. We were talking about the hot air balloons. Do y'all remember that? All right. When we first talked about the come up, we used the analogy about the hot air balloon. And I'm thinking about this. Ah, I knew it would be too big for the screen. I was thinking about this, and I was like, I did. I used a rocket ship for one come up, and I used a hot air balloon for another come up, because sometimes it's quick, and sometimes it's gradual. With the hot air balloon, I thought about something, y'all. We talked a lot about the sandbags on there. 
We talked about losing the weights and losing, you know, things or whatever. I thought about it like, why, when you, when you, when you cut the sandbag, why doesn't the sandbag float with you? I mean, if you cut things or people, why don't it or they come up too? Well, it's because they were never built the same. <laughs> I want to talk about balloons and sandbags for a second. Balloons and sandbags. When you cut the sandbag, it's not your fault that it falls to the ground. It's what it's made of. When I cut a relationship, I'm not trying to speak your demise. You go a certain direction because that's what you're made of. You're not trying to cut people to hurt them, but they fall because they were never built like you. You're made up of something different than people that are weight to you. Okay, are y'all here? I know I'm going in early. I'm going, but you don't have the same purpose. You wasn't made out of the same stuff. They held you down for a season. But if you keep them, they will keep you down. See, because you, you get attached to sandbags, not when you're fulfilling your purpose and you're soaring. Sandbags attached to the balloon when it's down. Sandbags attached to you when you're down, when you're flat, when you're lifeless, when you're down and out. That's when you get these relationships that are on your level at that time. Okay, I'm trying to break something down. That's when you get habits that, that are on that level where you were at the time. That's where you get little, you, 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 you understand what I'm saying? They, they don't attach to you after you started doing what you were created to do. They attach to you while you're down. But it's not that I'm going to do good and you're going to do bad. It's just that we're created with different callings. We have different things to do. You're happy to be on the ground. You're sand. I'm trying to break it down. Am I going too fast? You're, you're happy to be in dirt and mess because that's what you're made of. <laughs> I, okay. Am I going? Y'all right? Y'all good, right? You're comfortable in dirt because that's what you're made of but I was created to have life balloons are created to have the breath of God blown into them to have the spirit of God lift them y'all so you're made out of different things just because you met on the same level I said just because you met on the same level doesn't mean you're created with the same stuff doesn't mean you're cut from the same cloth. You can meet somebody in jail. You can meet somebody in Publix. It doesn't mean you're made of the same stuff because you met on the same level. So, oh yeah, I'm, I'm about to go into it for a second. I'm, I'm, about, I'm about to go into it. I was created to soar. I was created to grow and expand and to soar. And once you start soaring and growing and expanding and doing all that you were created to do, once you start coming up, because you all met on the same level and the sandbags hooked onto you while you're on the ground and they're not weight to you, it's not a problem. You're grounded too. You're flat. Before the balloon looks like this, it's flat and it's on the ground, right? So you're down and out too. You're lifeless too. So the sandbags connect to you on that level and it's not a problem to you. It's not, but once God starts breathing into you, once you start getting that word, once that air starts, see, whew, it, it, you can, you can, uh, it, uh, 
Yeah, I'm trying to say it like I feel it. It's two different types of air. So you can, you can communicate with somebody close to you or on your level, and you can get their breath, and you can expand. But when you get helium, that holy air, people can talk to you and expand you, but only God can lift you. Y'all quiet. There's a certain conversation you need to have that'll lift you because I'm made to soar. So once you start soaring, once you start doing what God has breathed in you to do and you start lifting off the ground, then it exposes the weights. I didn't know you were awake till I started soaring. I didn't know this was an issue until I started getting better. I didn't know we wasn't on the same page until I started getting my life together. I didn't know you were a problem to me until I started winning. When you begin to soar, sandbags are exposed. Because now it becomes, why can't I? And because we love our sandbags sometimes so much, we settle for the level that they're on. So we won't have to lose them but once you start growing and expanding you have to lose the weights let me tell you what God told me about that are y'all ready for this it's gonna be a good day all day today I feel good the Lord told me we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities you can go down the whole list so when I talk about coming up and you storing and you start realizing the bags that's on you he said it's not even people mm-hmm Let's go to the next slide. I hope you can see it. This is how he gave it to me, and I want to show y'all. He said, you're not cutting people. You're cutting what you connected to on that level. Okay. So if I'm cutting depression out of my life, I'm not cutting Kelly, Gerald. And I'm, not cutting, uh, I'm not cutting them specifically, but you're connected to the depression that I'm trying to cut. If I'm cutting lust out of my life, I'm not trying to cut Leroy out of my life. But if Leroy is connected to lust, he got to go. Y'all not listening to nothing I'm saying. If Leroy, it says pornography, Carmen, it's two, I gave two names. So pornography, I'm not literally cutting Carmen. But when I'm going to cut lust, Carmen has a choice. You either going to come out of this lust category or you're going to get cut with it. Y'all quiet. I'm not trying to cut people. I'm trying to cut sickness out of my life. I'm trying to cut poison. I'm not trying to amputate a body part, but I got to get rid of the disease. That's how he showed me. Don't look at it as cutting people. Look at it as ridding yourself of these spirits. Because if you think the people are the problem, you'll still have the spirit with other people. If you keep cutting Samantha because she's the problem, you're not going to understand. You're still depressed because it was never Samantha. We don't wrestle against Samantha. We wrestle against depression. So I'm, I'm making an announcement. I'm cutting depression. Everyone attached to depression, you now have a choice to bring me joy or to be let go. You need to give your friends a PSA, a public service announcement. I'm coming up. And the reason why I connected to you was because of one of these bags. Are you going to get on board or will you be cut with the disease? I'm not calling you a disease, but I associate with you through it. 
I'm not calling you a problem, but I associate with you through a problem that I had. I'm not calling you a, a, a burden, but the only way we connect is because of sadness. And we both got dumped, so we just all talked about the guy who dumped us. So I'm getting rid of that. And if it means getting rid of you too, I got to do what I got to do to come up. Yeah, that's, 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 that's where we're going. You only need, as it pertains to people, if we're talking about people, I know I just talked about spirits, but when we're talking about people or things or, or whatever, you only need a few bags so that you won't go up too fast. Even when the air balloon is way up, it still has like a couple of sandbags on it for humility's sake. Yeah, so those sandbags are not depression on people, it's humility, it's compassion. Those are the things that keep you grounded so you won't go up too fast. God is a God that wants you to enjoy. See, the reason why you go up in a hot air balloon is not to shoot up to the highest mountain and look. You enjoy the whole ride. If you go up too fast on a hot air balloon, you'll be scared. You get nauseous. Like, mm, hold on. Hold. Some of y'all are like, I, either way I'll get nauseous. That's what y'all are looking at me saying. Anything that shoots up too fast will make you sick. So God is saying, you're going to come up, but everything won't be so fast, but enjoy the process. Tell somebody, enjoy the process. Yeah, so God is a God that's concerned and that he cares about every area of our lives, even the process. Listen to this, y'all. You can tell somebody, I need, uh, I have a, how can I say this? If I told you, here's the key. Where are my keys at? Here's the keys, man. I want to bless you and your wife with a brand new house, man. This is your house. The address is 1255 Garrett Way. Da, 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 da. You're going to be like, oh, my Jesus. Thank you, Pastor. You and your wife going to jump in the car like, babe, can you believe? Oh, my God. It could be in Jacksonville. Them two hours are going to be the best two hours. Any other day, it's a burden. Oh, let's get ready to go to Jack. We got toll money. You got snacks or something. We're going to be all day. Jesus. Any other day, it's a burden. <laughs> but this journey, you're going to enjoy. Because <laughs> you know the destination. You know how it's going to end up. Are y'all hearing me? If anything, you'll be excited, but you'll enjoy the journey. So what if I prepared along the way, the signs say, Jacksonville, two, two miles ahead. Ladarius, get ready. I know you're going to. If you saw that on the, and everybody you paid toll to said, Ladarius, I know you're excited about your house. Congratulate. You'll be like, oh, my. Who takes the time to pay attention to the journey? Who takes the time? If I was the one that set it all up, why would I pay attention to the details of the journey? It's good enough that I'm going to bless you when you get there. It, it'll make you happy enough that you know that, you, you know, all things work together for good. That should be enough to know that the trouble you're going through is going. No, but God doesn't just send you to a destination. He puts stuff along. Good God Almighty. Okay, let's prove it. Let me prove it. Let me prove it. Let me prove it. Are y'all ready for this? He says, my father's house, next verse, has many rooms. If that were not so, we would have told you that. I'm going there, oh, I would have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you 
And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you may be also to the place where I am. Jesus, who can do anything, says, I'm going to prepare the place, the next season that I have for you, the next relationship, the next opportunity. It's not random. I feel like running, but I can't. You're not just going to end up somewhere. You're going to, oh God, you're coming to an expected end. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? God, who is infinite, who can do, who can bow in something or start something like that, said, no, I don't want to snap their destiny into existence. I don't want to just, I don't want to just pop there. No, no, no. I want to prepare a place. My wife is an amazing uh, a home decorist. I don't know how to say that. Designer. She can hook up a house. Give her, give her your address. She'll hook your room up. It'll be the best room you've ever seen in your life. I'm not saying I can see my wife. I'm t- all right, I'm going to put pictures up next week of my house. What's it called? A designer? Home decorator? Interior decorator. She's an amazing interior decorativist. I said it. Amazing. She's incredible at it. I, and, I, and, I, and I love it. Can you imagine Jesus? Thank you for that. Being your interior decorator. <laughs> Imagine him being your realtor. Y'all quiet. Imagine him looking for the building for you. Imagine him decorating the kitchen. Imagine him decorating your bathroom and living room. Imagine him. That's what it means to prepare. Y'all quiet. He's preparing a place. So when you come into your new season, you're going to love everything about it. When you come into this next level, when you come into your come up, you're going to have joy unspeakable. Because it's not a random, I hope they like it. It's I know how they made them. I know how I made them. I know how I created them. He's going to love, just like he did with Adam. Go to sleep, homie. I got you. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Relax. I got you. When Adam woke up, he said, oh, wow, man. Woman. He would have never imagined a woman. But God knew how he created him. And God knew what he would love. And God knew how to go above and beyond what he can even ask or think. So what God is saying to some of y'all is stop being so ambitious. Stop being so anxious. Go to sleep. I got this. Slow up. I'm going to prepare a place. He's so, God is so detailed that he doesn't just create. He prepares. I want to stay on that longer, but we got a long way to go. God is not just the God that creates. He's the God that prepares. Every mother in here should be nodding till your neck hurt because you know what it is to prepare a meal, to prepare clothes, to prepare a room, to prepare an event, to prepare a birthday party. I thought more amens would come from the mothers on that point. Where you at, mother? Maybe y'all not the mothers that do that. I don't do that. He better get his behind up and do something. Prepare. Prepare. He said, so you can be where I'm at. So (laughs) then Thomas said, well, Lord, we don't know where you're going. So so how can we know the way? Jesus answered. Next scripture, please. Next scripture, please. Survey says. There you go. Praise the Lord. Thomas, which is my first name. He said, 
Lord, we don't know where you're going. So how can we know the way? Jesus answered, what did he say? Did y'all hear that? <laughs> I am the way. I'm going to prepare a place for you, a destiny, a purpose. You got something to do in the earth. You have a, 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 a purpose. You got destiny. You got a calling on your life. I'm going to prepare that place, and then I'm going to come back and get you so you can know where I am, and you'll be there also. And Thomas is like, wait, what are you talking Where are you going? And we don't, how are we going to get there? We don't know what you're talking about. We gonna get, how we gonna, I am the way. God is so awesome. He's saying, I am, I'm the journey too. I'm the destination, and I'm the journey. Okay, God is, what he's saying is, uh, he, he didn't say stick with me, I know the way. He didn't say stay close, I know the, the way. He said, <laughs> look at somebody say, he is the way. It's all about relationship. That's what Jesus is saying, stick, relationship, I am the way. If you with me, when I turn, you're going to turn. If you with me, when I stop, you're going to stop. If you with me, when I run, you're going to run. If you with me, when I step down, you're going to step down. It's about relationship. It's not about direction. We will rather, we will rather have dictatorship because then you don't need to talk to them. Tim, go outside real quick, make a left, go to my car and get my... We love instruction like that because I don't have to walk with you the whole way. We don't want relationship with God. We just want to please him. So give me directions on how to please you. I'll do this, but I don't want the relationship. That's religion. Give me the instructions and let me follow that. Because I don't want to chill with you all day. I got stuff to do. That's why God removed religion. How do I please God? What's the way? Me. How do you please your wife, husbands? Her. Because in one season, she's going to like roses. And then, okay. The next season, she's going to like oatmeal. You better know whether it's rose season or oatmeal season, but you only know that through relationship. I feel like running in here. And ladies, don't act like y'all not random sometimes. You better clap your hands a little bit harder than that for me up in this piece. He know what I like. He know what you like on Sunday. Because you don't know what you like all the time. So you're telling your husband, babe, just talk to me. Just communicate. You can never be wrong if you're talking to me. You can never be off if you're talking to me. You can never make a mistake if you're with me. God is saying you'll never lose your way if you talk to me. You'll never be depressed if you holler at me. You'll never be stressed if you talk to me. It's about me. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. We want religion. Church. Bible study. Offerings and tithes. Fasts and prayers. Communion every first of Sunday. Those are systems he put in place for people who didn't know him. Those are systems he put in place for people who did not know him. Ten commandments are for people who don't know God. Just do this so you won't get on my nerves. They didn't know him. After a while, they was keeping the commandments with the dirtiest hearts. 
Forget the offerings. Forget the sacrifice. Obedience is better. But we'd rather have sacrifice because obedience means we got to know what he's saying. I don't feel like the responsibility of knowing what God is saying. No, just to pass it. Some of y'all are here today just to hear what you should do this week and not have a relationship. Maybe pastor say something that I need to do this week that'll just please God. No! I'd rather you not come to church. Now, find a pastor that'll say that. I'd rather you not come here than lean so heavily on what I say because you have zero instruction in your life. I said, I'd rather. We're here to help you cultivate that voice. I'm not condemning anybody. I'm here to push you towards God instead of building another religion off Liz. I'm kicking y'all away like him, him, him. Okay, he did tell me this for y'all. Let's do this. But ultimately, Sunday, Monday, him. Tuesday, him. Wednesday, him. Thursday, him. Friday, him. Saturday, him. Sunday, him. I want you to be here because he told you to. Because he is the way. Y'all, this is so major right here. He is the way. How do I do, how do I... I am the way. How should I talk to my boss? He irks me. I am the way. How do I raise my kids? I'm a single mother. I am the way. How do I increase my business? I'm trying. I am the way. Why am I asking? Y'all know the questions you got? He's the way. I don't know why that's not an exciting message in church. Because we made church our answer and not God. We've made church our way and not God. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. To the point where you ask somebody, are you saved? Yeah, I'm saved. I go to church all the time. Ain't that what they say? Yeah, I'm saved. I go to church every Sunday. So relationship means church. Man, y'all, it's quiet in here. I'm going to keep stomping on religion till it's out of the building. I'm sorry. No, I am the way. Live is not the way. Tie is not the way. Nobody on earth is the way because his kingdom is not of this world. I am the way. Ask me. Talk to me. Live with me. We go from church to church mad at every church. Mad at every pastor. Everybody jacked up. Even you. That's why you're looking for a church. Everybody jacked up. You either better know the way or not. Oh, I'm talking this morning. I don't even know if I'm going to the next point. I like this right here. It's time for you to know the way. Jesus is the way. We would rather have instruction than cultivate a relationship with the way. <sighs> Jesus said, I'm the way. What better journey is that? If Jesus is the journey, what better journey is that? There's so much beauty in that way. God did that on purpose. I often think about how he created us. I'm moving fast now. I don't want to move off that point because I can just keep digging and keep digging and keep digging. Even, no, even with my wife, when she talked about her sickness and all that and struggling with that, and now she's better now, the doctor wasn't the way. Jesus was, and he gave a scripture to say, hey, it's okay to go. So he was our way. That's why she's healed. 
The Lord took the time to put beauty in everything. Let me keep moving quickly. The next scripture says, and the Lord God created a garden. He planted. Look at that preparation. He put his hands on. He didn't touch anything before he created man. He created. Let there be light. He spoke everything into existence until it came to man. Then he formed man. He created everything else, but he formed man out of the dust of the ground. He put his hands on you. If you're here, his hand is on you. Uh, To whatever degree, receive this, please. I don't care how ratchet you think you are. I don't care how far you think you are. I don't care. I don't even know God. It don't matter. If you're here, his hand is on you. Because nobody is alive that he didn't form. He said, Jeremiah, before I knew you, before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. Before I formed you, I put my hands on you. Before you were in your mother's belly, I formed you. His hand is on you when you come out the womb. He formed a, 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 he planted a garden. He put his hands on it in the east of Eden. Eden means delight and land of happiness. Eden, the garden of Eden. I want y'all to understand this in my last 15 minutes. The garden of Eden means land of delight and land of happiness. This is where he intended for man to live. God intends for you to live in a land of happiness and delight. I'm going to say that again. And it's so, it could be so opposite of how you're living now, but I'm letting you see God's intent. When he first made man, the first place he put him was not Struggleville. <laughs> Struggleville. <laughs> no, it wasn't, it wasn't Painville. No, no, no. It was the land of delight and the place of happiness. His intent for you is to enjoy where and how you live. And he put the man whom he formed and created there. And in that garden, the Lord caused to grow from the tree of every ground, from the ground of every tree that is desirable and pleasing to the sight and good for food. Do y'all all see that? Okay, I want y'all to understand something. I know this is a, I said it Wednesday, when you come with, when it comes to territories and cities, there are different territorial spirits. We'll get into that as you keep living with us. There are di- different territorial demons. There are different territories. So over Florida and over Orlando specifically, Peace can be mistaken for boredom. Process can be mistaken for boredom. All these pleasantries can be mistaken for, oh, it can be taken advantage of because you can have so much beauty that it ain't beauty. Don't let the enemy rob you of appreciation with familiarity. I'm going to slow it down today. I'm sorry. It's going to slow up. So y'all going to, y'all walking with me. I ain't going to, ah, we good. Don't let familiarity rob appreciation. You could be married to the most beautiful person in the world, male or female, whoever you just say, oh my God, it's Idris and Holly Berry. I don't know who you like, whoever. It could be the most beautiful, oh my, I'm married to him. And, uh, but then 10 years in, sit down somewhere. But, but he goes, Idris go to the mall and all the girls is on him at the mall. Holly Berry go to the mall, your wife, and all the guys is like, hey, gotta get you. Yeah, hey, that's my wife. Now she's valuable because other people want her. Now she's beautiful because other people want her. Now you claim her because you took advantage of the beauty. Whether you realize it or not, it's still beautiful. Just because you transformed, you went from appreciation to familiarity doesn't mean she lost her beauty. You just lost your appreciation for it. 
I'm talking better than y'all responded. Just because he, just because you got used to his muscles or whatever, I don't know, ladies, what y'all like about men. Just because you got used to any, his wallet, I don't know. So, uh, <laughs> she like, yeah, that'll do, that'll do. I'll take that. <laughs> just because you got used to his build and his charm and his charisma and it's familiar to you don't mean it's less amazing. Just because you don't appreciate it doesn't make it less amazing. Have you ever had people walk in your house and you start appreciating your house more because of how they talking about it? Like, girl, you got the, I didn't know you had this shit, this shit under there. Girl, that's like three, that's like five years old. It, it is nice, though. I got to get it clean. I got to, I got to. Don't let nobody value your stuff more than you. I feel the Holy Ghost now. Woo. Once amazing, always amazing. Once beautiful, always beautiful. Don't let anybody come in and re-up. Okay. Your appreciation for something. Every tree is beautiful. He did that on purpose. So you can enjoy it. Every tree is beautiful for your sight. Look at the Bible, man. Look at the details. This is how God prepares things for you. Now, all you got to do is eat. The necessity here is eat. I got to eat. So I need that tree to eat the fruit thereof. So the necessity is eating. Why did he put pleasures in my necessities? He made the tree good to look at. Wow. And then it's good to touch. Sometimes you just like to touch the plums and let me touch the, the uh, tomatoes. Let me see if they, it feels good. Why does it have to feel good? Why does it have to taste good? Y'all looking like, bro, I don't care about none of this. And that's the problem. That's why I'm preaching this. Y'all, uh, like, are you kidding me? He purposely made things beautiful, and you just walk by like it ain't. So, but you thinking God is missing something. You're missing something. You're missing something that could be added to you. You're missing something that could be added to your soul, and you can appreciate more than frivolous posts. Songs... Oh, let me, let me just move. Let me just move. So he put these things on your journey on purpose because he wants you to be pleased with the journey. Even with eating. Last night we were eating uh, and we were going to watch this movie. We were going to watch this movie while we were eating. So we are in the office. My wife and I, we're eating. We're eating. And I was like, you ready? We was, we was dogging this food. Excuse me for saying dogging. We was killing this food. Excuse me for saying killing. We was really enjoying this meal <laughs> try to make it as we was killing this we were, <laughs> I mean we were primal we I was like are we okay <laughs> kids was out the house it was a house to us <laughs> did I use a fork I don't know if I used a fork I just had a wet face towel next to me like, <laughs> it was embarrassing so I kept trying to start the movie, and we kept missing like five minutes because we was looking and eating our food. I said, let me turn the movie off, babe. Let's just enjoy the food. Let's enjoy it. All right? So we, start, we took the movie off, and I'm telling you, I, got, I did have a fork. I had a fork, and I started getting a little of the, the salad little, so that my fork could look like a little ish kebab. What's that called? Shish kebab. So you got a tomato, a leaf, a meat. Uh, uh. Y'all... 
Now you look at it all the way to your mouth like, I'm about to, ooh, you're done, you're done, you're done, you're done. I enjoy looking at it, I enjoy picking the parts, I enjoy it on the way, I enjoy how it tasted, I enjoy it coming down. Y'all, we didn't need the movie, we fell asleep on the movie. Because we were already pleased. Y'all missing pleasures, looking for, looking for outside, y'all. Looking for the movie to bring you pleasures that God naturally put in your journey. You shouldn't just dog your food and eat it and, and text it. You should appreciate eating because your body responds differently when you're concentrating. You can study this. Your body responds differently when you're concentrating on how, what you're eating and when you're eating. You should just chill. And I'm preaching to myself, chill, have a good conversation. No TV, no electronics. You should. I ain't say you better. You should. So you can get, my dad used to have a saying, well, he still does. And it's so funny. I just laugh at him. Man, I got five minutes. My dad used to always say, to the max. He'd just be over in the corner somewhere around. You're like, Dad, what are you talking about? Like, we'd be like, yo, man, we, tonight was crazy, man. We had a good... He'd be like, to the max. <laughs> when I was studying yesterday, though, all that kept coming was to the max. To the max. I want to enjoy this plate. To the max. I want to enjoy my ride to take my mom out. To the max. I want to enjoy dinner with my mom today. I want to enjoy my relationships. I want to enjoy my marriage. I want to enjoy my finances to the... I want to love my family to the max. To the max. Maximize everything you're connected to. That's a good man. Y'all... Somebody scream, to the max! I heard you over here. The blessing of the Lord makes rich. And adds no sorrow with it. Not just money. Rich is not just money, but it's quality of life. The blessings of the Lord adds quality to your life. And adds no sorrow with it. I was talking Wednesday in my first closing. That's real obvious. I said, wait till after I preach. That's what I said. Go ahead, go. <laughs> what was I saying? <laughs> this is a Mother's Day message. <laughs> what did I say? No sorrow to it. Okay. So I was saying Wednesday, how we got a new truck. And we love the new truck. I mean, it's a woo. I mean, it's we have all the features in it. Praise the Lord. Thank God for all of that. Great. Yeah, yeah, and then clap over, but thank you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Right? Wife's birthday. She wanted a truck. We got her a truck for her birthday. Praise the Lord. Cool. So, thank the Lord for provision. Thank the Lord for provision. So, so, we put up, the car was empty. We put up to get gas. It's like 80 something dollars for gas. I'm like, Jesus, be a financial fence. All around me, day by day. Oh my God, $80 to fill this thing up? So I was like, man, it, it takes a certain type of person to have certain things. It takes a certain type of person to have certain type of luxuries. You know what I mean? We just want the thing. If I got a neutral, I want a Lamborghini. I want to, you don't understand. That oil change ain't a Chevy oil change. That's not, 
and bless all the Chevys out here. But it's not a... Yeah, it's a different flat tire. A Ferrari flat is different than another flat, is what I'm trying to say. So it's just not about the thing, it's about who you are. Are you the type of person that's responsible enough to can handle an $80 gas bill? Yeah, that's a lot. Because I got to have $80 on me and it not hurt me. Because the blessing of the Lord makes rich and adds no sorrow. So if it's God, I should be able to get the truck and put gas in it with no sorrow. It's quiet over here. If it's the blessing of the Lord, I should be married and not... Uh-oh, I ain't going to talk about your marriage. If it's the blessing of the Lord, I should be able to have it and keep it with no If it's the blessing of the Lord, if it's the blessing of the Lord, be the person that blessings are drawn to. Be the type of person that blessings are drawn to. Be the type of person that blessings are drawn to. I'm going to say it one more time. Be the type of person that blessings are drawn to. Thank you for receiving that in the name of Jesus. We love to get but we don't love to become. We love to get things, but we don't love to change or become. So that's why if God, if you could just bless me on this level, this is why God withholds blessings. Because you want God to bless you on that level, which is, it endorses a lower level than what you were called to be. So you want God to fortify, strengthen, and endorse a level he never called you to stay on. And as long as he blesses you there, you'll never reach up. Oh, God. So God says to the children of Israel, I'm about to make y'all come up. I got 40 seconds left. I know I'm not making that. But at least give me five more minutes on the clock. The Lord said to the children of Israel, you suffered enough. And I hear the Lord speaking to you, mothers and everybody in here this morning. He told me to tell you, you suffered enough. Yeah. You have suffered enough. 400 years or over 400 years or about 400 years for the children of Israel being slaves in Egypt. That's enough bondage. God said enough is enough. And he said this to the children of Israel. I have heard your cry. Woo! Can you imagine crying for 400 years? Right. Thank God you don't have to cry that long. But however long you cry, God said, I heard it. I heard your cry, and I'm coming to send the answer. Enough is enough. God is about to shift some things in your life. And, you're, oh, you're going from the bottom to the top. You're going from slavery to ownership. Are y'all ready to own some things? Woo, I feel this. Is anybody ready to own some things? The lender and not the borrower. Anybody ready to own some things? The lender, and I'm not talking even, I'm not even talking about a loan. I mean cash, I mean favor of God. I mean, I got, I own it. Woo! He says, I'm about to bless you. Your suffering is over. Look at your neighbor and say, Your suffering is over. All right, we're almost done. I'm trying to prophesy to you. I'm trying to get y'all there. Your suffering is over. You've served the enemy long enough. You have been bound by the enemy long enough. Now it's time that I order your come up. It's time. Look at your neighbor and say, it's time now. It's time. It's just, sometimes it's just time. You don't know why it's time, but God has a due season for everybody up in here. Even when a baby is born, they don't know the exact day the baby is born, but they know around that time. But when God says it's time, all oh, them contractions are coming. 
when God says it's time, pressure is coming. Don't look at pressure as a bad thing. Those are contractions. Woo. God is sending pressure in your life because you're about to birth something. Oh, I feel God in here. Woo! Anybody that's experiencing pressure in here, you should be praising the most. Because you thought pressure come from something getting worse. The pressure in your life is because you... It's about to come forth. You're about to put, oh God, you're about to birth something amazing. You're about to produce something that God has ordained you to do. I'm yelling too much. So he says, I'm bringing you out of Egypt. Check this out, y'all. Check this out. I'm bringing you out of Egypt, and I'm bringing you to a land that flows with milk and honey. I don't know how much I should talk about this. Let me just keep moving. He says, so I'm going to send the next scripture. I'm going to send... The next scripture. Are y'all woke up there? Y'all good? Okay. I'm going to send my fear before you. And I'm going to destroy all the people whom thou shalt come. And I will make all thine enemies turn their backs on you. They're all going to run from you. And I will send the hornets. And I will, he said the Canaanite, the Hivite, the Hittites. I'm going to, everybody that occupies the land, you ain't even got to fight them all. God says, I'm going to fight some battles for you. You ain't going to have to fight everything by yourself. God says, I'm going to fight it for you. Aren't you glad God is fighting for us? Pushing back the darkness. Lighting up the kingdom. That shall not be shaken. In the name of Jesus, enemies defeated. And we will shout it out. Somebody shout it here. He says, I'm going to do all of this. Look what it says. The next scripture says, but I will not drive them out before you in a single year. I'm not going to do it all at once so that the land doesn't become desolate due to lack of attention and the wild animals become too much for you. So God says, I'm going to drive out all these Hittites and all these ites. All these ites are nations. They're not like families. They're not like the Johnsons and the Williamses. They're, they're nations. Okay? You all right? Everything okay over there? Okay, because everybody looks at y'all when y'all, you know what I'm saying? So, so he says, I'm driving out nations nations. He says, but I'm not going to do it all in one year because the land is going to be desolate. So if I give you Florida and Georgia and South Carolina and North Carolina, I'm not going to give you all of that in one year because by the time you get to North Carolina, the ground is going to be messed up and the wild beast is going to uh, devour the land. So I'm going to let your enemy take care of your future. Oh, y'all missed that. I'm going to let your enemies maintain the ground you're about to own. That's why jealousy don't make sense in the kingdom of God. All you doing is taking care of my next season. Uh, y'all quiet, y'all quiet. Don't ever get jealous of anybody because you're about to come into yours. And what God has for you is for you. The land might become desolate due to lack of attention. Somebody has to pay attention to the land you're about to come into so don't say i can't have that because that, no don't try to make sense of it god has people taking care of your next season already Woo! houses you did not build you're going to live in crops that you not plant you're going to reap from is anybody ready for that kind of favor in here i need to hear a praise up in here where the musicians at let's go i need to hear a praise up in here if you're ready to live in houses that you did not build if you're ready to reap a harvest that you did not sow if you're ready to walk in favor that you did not earn can i hear you make some holy ghost noise in here here we go i'm not going to drive them all out 
in one year. Next one says, but by little, I will drive them out before you, little by little. Liv, what if I told you today that your come up is not going to happen all at once? But your come up might happen little by little. Not even piece by piece, because you can have big pieces. He specifically said little by little. So don't get frustrated at the little, like, man, come on, man, give me the real. Don't get frustrated at it. Because this is how God blesses us, little by little, until, look at this, until you have increased. Until you grow. You still got some growing to do. Until you are strong enough to take possession of the land. So, I, yeah, I'm not going to bless you until you increase. Look at somebody say, I am the blessing. Woo, you are the blessing. Hallelujah. Blessed things are attracted to you because you are the blessing. The Bible says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate. Yeah, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, whose leaves shall not wither, and whatsoever... Whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Are you ready to get to the place where whatever you do prospers? I don't hear you live. Are you ready to get to the place where whatever I do prospers? Whatever I do is going to prosper because I'm the blessing. Whatever I touch is going to be the blessing because I am the blessing. Be the type of person. And he says, understand the Bible says, everybody stand. I got to say this. It's not the most fun thing to say, but I got to say it because it's true. Everybody stand and we're going home. Oh, man. America has shaped our minds to be consumers, to just want, 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 and get, get, get. That's America. That's not how God intended. America is a hybrid country, man-made. Every other place is a nation. Islam is a nation. Asians are a people. Africa is a, is a people. Italians, everybody there is Italian. Every, everybody is a people. America is like a melting pot. It's a land of opportunity, and they make it look good, but it's really a hybrid country meant to control how we think. Because whose way do we live by? We're not a nation. We're not a, like a culture. Like Africans have a culture. Americans got everything. It's not bad, but understand where you are. The Bible says when everybody got saved on the day of Pentecost, 3,000 souls was added to the church. The Bible says they looked at their possessions as not their own, but they shared their possessions with each other, with other believers, so that everybody had all things in common. That's God's way. I don't know if you call it the barter system. I don't know if you call it covenant. I don't know if you call it family, but I'm supposed to cover the area you don't have. And I'm supposed to, you're supposed to help me in areas I don't have. And we're many members, but one body. And that's how God intended it. That's what I'm trying to tell you. What are you saying, Ty? Everybody is not going to have everything. 
when he said, I'm going to bring you into the land that flows with milk and honey, the first land they came in was uh, Jericho. Y'all know the wall of Jericho. They came in and they conquered Jericho. Mm. And then they went to another, let's say, Achor, the valley of Achor, where they lost because they were sending the camp, but then they won. So now they got Jericho and Achor. And now God is bringing them to the land of the Hittites. The, now they're going to the Hittites. The li- Somebody got to stay in Jericho. Like that's your portion. Then somebody stays in. Nobody has it all. Kings had mansions and kingdoms. Everybody didn't have that. But they weren't sad that they didn't because they benefited from the kingdom. So I'm not trying to shoot your dreams down and slow up. I don't want your ambitions to be so set on what you think success is and then you're frustrated you never reach it. Everybody's not going to have the finest cars. Everybody's not going to have the... That's not the promise of God. Everybody's not going to have the big and the well and the... No. That's not how it is. But you you shouldn't be sad because you don't have it. Because you still have kingdom amenities. You still got kingdom connections. You still got kingdom relationships. I don't want y'all riding around frustrated in your Honda for the next couple... Like, ugh, God said come up. That might... I might let you borrow my car for the prom. That's how it's supposed to go. Family. Oh, y'all missing this thing. A people, many members, one body. What I don't have, you should be willing to help me with. I'm not going to have everything. You're not going to have everything. Your goal shouldn't be independence of people. You understand what I'm saying to a certain extent? Your goal shouldn't be, I just want to get to the place where I don't need nobody. Success comes slowly to people like that. But to people who understand, I can't do this all on my own. I need a community. I need a family. I need... Are y'all hearing me? The blessing is coming. Well, it's not coming. You're going to your blessing, according to the Bible. You're coming into a land. Anybody ready to come into a new land? You're coming into... Come here, love. You stand with me. You're coming into new peace. You're coming into new joy. You're coming into new provision. And God is ready for your come up now. Don't be so ambitious. The Bible says be anxious for nothing. For nothing. Don't be so excited that you forsake the beauty on the way. You don't have everything you want, but you got a family. Whoa. You don't have everything you want, but you have. Just look at, nitpick your blessings. I got to say this. Where is it at, Lord? I got to say this, y'all. I got to say it, and I'm done. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Tim, for telling me to say it. Because you're the only one telling me to say it. Everybody else saying, boy, if you don't let me go home. Okay. I'm saying nitpick the good things in your life. Let me just read it. (laughs) Take it all in. Take it all in. You know what we take in? You know what we absorb? You know what we take to the max? Our problems. It'll be over for five years and you still reliving it. Still talking about it. You're still keeping it fresh. Because you, ha- you have absorbed every inch of your irritation. You looked at it from every perspective. And then she had the nerve to say, so what, she, what was she thinking? Now you're on this side. So she must have thought, I'm crazy. She must, and this is three years later. You absorb and take in every drop of your problems, the things that irritate you. But then the good just comes and goes. 
blessings just come and go. You just ride by. No, don't do that. Take it all in. Enjoy the journey. And my mentor said this, and I'm done. The wait is long, but the work is quick. The wait is long, but the work is quick. Can you imagine being on the way to the Ritz? Let's go. We're going to the Ritz Carlton, and we're having a conversation. We're loving it so much. And I'm just, oh, and I'm like, oh, we're here. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? That's how the process of your life should be. That's how the process of your life should be like, hey, we're on the way somewhere, but I'm enjoying the conversation so much. I'm enjoying what's going on on the way so much. Oh, I didn't even know we were here already. Are you hearing me? I didn't even realize that. You mess around and your best friend turn face you and drop to his knee. That's what I'm talking about. You're just enjoying the friendship and you didn't even know that boom, the wait is long but the work is quick. Like, whoa, because I wasn't looking for that. I'm not so ambitious to be married that I'm frustrated with a friendship. I'm enjoying the friendship. But who knew that the blessing was coming so quickly? I want you to get lost in the journey, Liv. Get lost in the process. Get lost in the beauty of the journey. God is not just concerned about where you'll end up. He's concerned about the way, which is why he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Father, we thank you for not only establishing our purpose and our destination, but you established the way by becoming it. We fortify and we strengthen our relationship with you because it's all in you. Everything we need is all in you. Oh, don't it's all in you. Could everybody sing that? Whatever you need today, it's all in you. So, Father, help us to lean on you like never before in the name of Jesus. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.